Hello, everybody. This is Alfonso from Studio Comics, creator of Next Spike, and feature on the movie Here's Manufactured. And right now, you are listening. We got to keep. We Got the Geek is recorded before a live studio audience. Hi, this is Jay Stu. I'm sitting here in my living room with the lovely Sarah J. Hi. And the lovely Jane of the dog and the lovely MacGyver the cat. Woohoo! Uh, welcome to the long-awaited return of the Geekly Session. Yeah. It's been so long. How do we do this? Uh, the last time we did one of these, 2018. Oh, my God. So much for Geekly. So much for, yeah. Weekly. <laughs> weekly Geekly. I mean, we're still geeky, but we are not weekly at all. Yeah, um, I think just Corona has just slowed us right down this year because I should have been doing one of these this whole time. Yeah. Since we don't have cons or anything to go to. Yeah. But there's a lot of cool stuff happening this week, so I thought it would be a good time to revive it. We've got some news stories for you, and uh, of course, the return of the uh, the Geek Calendar. Yes. So, without further ado, Sarah and I have some news items for you. We do. We do. <gasps> and I'm going to title this one uh, "Corona Can Suck It." <laughs> Or in Corona Can Suck It News. Yes. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife has been delayed yet again. Ah, yeah. It was supposed to be out uh, July 10th, 2020, but as you know, the movie theaters are closed and all the big yeah. movies have been held back. Ooh. It had been delayed until March of 2021. Huh. But this week, uh, Sony has made the announcement that it's decided to hold it back until summer of 2021. Oh, so almost a full year after it was supposed to come out. Joy. And uh, I got to tell you, I was really looking forward to this one, too. Um, so was I. Because, like, who doesn't love Ghostbusters? And the trailer came out forever ago now. Like, I want to say oh, no. the end of last year. Yeah. It's just... It's ugh. But, uh, Not happy. No, but I mean, everything got delayed. Um, all the Marvel movies are out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder Woman two is still on the schedule for Christmas, but I bet you anything that's going to change as well. Oh, probably. So, at least we have like a billion movies to look forward to in twenty twenty one now. Yay. <laughs> <sighs> and another Paul Rudd movie, because he's in it. Excited. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he plays a teacher. And everyone's returning, uh, except for Rick Moranis. Yeah. So, even Annie Potts is coming back this time. Okay, see, that's cool. I and love Annie Potts. Annie Potts and... Uh, Bill Murray? Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson. Nice. And not Harold Ramis. Not Harold Ramis. Rest I, in peace. I think they're going to mention him a whole lot, obviously. He actually... It's funny, because... His character, Egon, even though Harold Ramis is no longer with us, Egon, I believe, is a very central part of the story in this. Yeah. And I just read even Sigourney Weaver's coming back. 
Oh, wicked! Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, when when, uh, when they first announced the movies for 2020, that was one of maybe three movies I was super excited for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Sarah J., what do you have for us first? I have... <laughs> I'm so excited! Mm. Okay, so Disney Plus has given the green light to have the Willow series. The Willow, like, Willow the movie was from, oh my god, 86? Yeah, I want to say 86. With, no, 88. I don't know, I've never seen it. I just, oh, you're terrible. Um, So, Warwick Davis is coming back for this series and reprising his role as Willow of Good. Um, And... There's going to be new characters involved. Ron Howard is going to be... Um, he he directed the 1988 movie. Yeah. Um, he has signed on as an executive producer. Uh, does Lucasfilm have anything to do with this one? Because uh, they, the, they did the first one, right? Yeah, they did. Um, it's original, It was originally created by George Lucas and Lucasfilm. I don't know if they have anything to do with this, though. Um... But John Chu, the uh, director for Crazy Rich Asians, he is going to be directing the pilot episode. Oh. He loved the movie. Um, in this um, statement, he said, Growing up in the 80s, Willow has had a profound effect on me. Um, he was so... So he's really... He loved the movie. He's excited to be part of this project and be part of the series. I'm just happy to see Warwick Davis come back as Willow. When I first saw the movie in 88, I was so excited and so happy. This was, like, the greatest movie I had ever seen. It just made me, like, just so... I don't know, like, not emotional, but just there was so much magic involved and um, and wonder and this... This little person, you know, Willow was so unassuming and so, you know, like, even the small... It's almost like the same kind of um, of ideal that, like, in The Lord of the Rings that, you know, or The Hobbit is like, you know, even the smallest person can, can change and, and do big things. And all it takes is, like, heart and determination and magic and and hope. And it was that kind of um, feeling in Willow, you know? And so there's going to be some new characters. And they're going to be all, like, taking place in the world that Willow first took place in. Um, I'd like to see what has happened since the movie because in the movie they have to protect a baby, a Laura Dannon. And so I want to know if there if Laura is coming back and by now she'll she's an adult and what's happened to Val Kilmer's character and what happened to um, the the female lead from Willow, which I can't remember her name. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I'm so stoked for this. Um, 
I can't remember when it's going to be coming out. It doesn't say. All right, honest opinion. Yes? Should I watch the movie Willow? Yes. And then yes. maybe do a retro review with you? Yes, just before uh, the uh, series starts. Because I'm a big Ron Howard fan, and I like his work. Honestly, this is one of the greatest movies he's directed. I love Willow, and Warwick Davis has always been, like, a favorite of mine, you know, even before Willow when he was in the Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I mean, no, you didn't see him under his Ewok costume. Did you ever see his short, his show that I think Ricky Gervais had something to do with called Life is Short? No, I wanted to. he was playing to. an exaggerated version of himself. Okay. It's funny. Okay. We should I'll try and find it, it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, well. I definitely want to. I'll check it out, and then if I like it, I'll stick with the series with You'll you. You'll love it. Okay. And if you don't love it, then. Divorce? Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know. You'll sleep on the couch from now on, and I'll enjoy the new mattress. It'll be fine. Now, did you mention <laughs> what that was going to be on Disney Plus? Yes, I did. What's well, a good segue for my next story? Because it's also a Disney <laughs> Plus story. <laughs> what are the odds of that happening? What a coincidence! It's amazing. <laughs> All right. So there's a series coming out probably early next year. It was also delayed due to COVID. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Which takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Yep. After Steve Rogers has given the Falcon his shield. Right. So this last week, uh, the writer for the show, Derek Kolstad, teased that the series will include characters from the earliest days of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including some characters that haven't been seen in a while. Oh. Um, they've already confirmed that. Uh, Zemo from uh, Civil War will be in it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've confirmed Batrock from Winter Soldier will be in it. Oh, wow. And then they didn't say who else, but there's a bunch of characters from earlier Marvel movies, not necessarily Captain America characters, right. that could appear. Um, now, I was trying to think, like, who from the early days haven't we seen? Like, the one that immediately comes to mind is the Incredible Hulk. They set up, at the end of that movie, an origin for a really popular Hulk villain called The Leader. Mm. And he's never been seen since. And also Betty Ross from, from that movie hasn't been seen. Her dad was in Civil War and, mm-hmm. and Infinity War. Yep. <laughs> I had to think about it. Um, but the possibilities on who they could bring back. Yeah. I'm just reading the article here to see uh, if there's a date for this one. Kolstad's comments suggest that the streaming series may incorporate characters from the MCU's Phase 1. So the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is slated to to debut as the second Disney series early next year, uh, following the release of WandaVision, which will be in the next month or two. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm pretty excited for this story. Um, The end of Endgame pretty much left this open-ended. Yes. Uh, interesting. I still think it's interesting that the Falcon got the shield. Yeah, not Bucky. Well, in the comics, they both were Cap at one point or another. <laughs> That's got to be confusing. Well, Bucky um, Bucky was Captain America for a bit. There was a big storyline 
Yeah. Where Steve Rogers actually got killed. Ouch. And I can't remember how he came back, but while he was away, Bucky took over the role of Captain America. While and he was away, you mean while he was dead? Well, <laughs> yeah. He was on hiatus. And I don't remember how he came back, but it was a great series, by the way, when Bucky was Cap. <laughs> and then a few years after that, the Falcon was, was Captain America. He still had all his Falcon powers and stuff, but and he carried the he shield. Carry the shield, too? Yeah. Wow. Uh, the show Special. also is going to feature Emily Van Camp, who was Sharon Carter's niece. Oh in, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it? So basically, Winter Soldier and Soldier and uh, 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 Civil War. <laughs> because, Spit it out. Yeah, and it's also going to ha- feature Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell, and Goldie Hawn's son. Okay, it's going to play a character called the U.S. Agent, who was another character in the comics who took over. The shield for a while. Oh, so basically, uh, Steve Rogers kissed his own niece. Oh yeah, that's the story. Yeah. So, so ew, way to go, Captain America. My feeling is they were setting a different story up before they decided he was going to go back in time and and live with Peggy. Don't you think they should all get together and discuss all of that before they just start writing this shit? Yeah, you imagine. <laughs> so, so now you have Captain America, who's supposed to be like. Super duper A1 American hero uh, uh, um, committing incest, basically. So, good job, MCU. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that, that's America's hero. Um, on that note, let's take a quick break. <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, we've got some more news stories for you. And now, a word from our sponsors. Sketchbook Comics and Games is a store that has something awesome for everyone. In addition to selling comics, board games, and action figures, there are tables for open gaming. Wednesday nights, Sketchbook features game night starting at 6 p.m. Friday through Sunday, Sketchbook is the place to be for Magic the Gathering. The store is located at 224 Glenridge Avenue, Unit 9 in St. Catharines. Come on down for all your geek and comic book needs. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice... All right, we're back. Welcome back to the, again, the <laughs> long-awaited return of the Geekly Session. Hey, I'm just telling the truth here. Yes. So what do you have for your next story, Sarah J? Smoking the Bandit headed to TV from Seth MacFarlane and Danny McBride. Whoop-de-doo, I don't want it. <laughs> I think it's stupid. Did you see the original? Yes. Did you like the original? I loved the original. That's why I sent you the story. I know. And I'm telling you, I think it's stupid to oh. redo it. Like, why? If, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, basically. But it could be good if Seth MacFarlane's writing it. He's a brilliant writer, a brilliant performer. I love Seth MacFarlane. Not too keen on Danny McBride. Oh, I love Danny McBride. No, I've seen him in quite a few things, and he is... Just this cardboard cutout. It, it's the same character in everything he does. Everything. It's like, okay. I've seen puddles with more depth. Wow. I Seriously. Honestly, yes. And so it's not that I don't trust Seth MacFarlane to do a good job with this. But no. 
You well, can't beat the original. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. What? I've never seen the original. Oh, my God. Not even Smokey and the Bandit 3. Smokey is the Bandit. I never saw that one either. Oh, neither did I. I saw the first one and the second one. I mean, we're talking, like, an amazing cast in the original. Burt Reynolds, Sally Field, Dom DeLuise. Oh, my God. Like, holy crap. You know? And it's just, I don't, I just don't see it being anything decent, you know? It's just, ah, it makes me mad. (laughs) It does. It makes me mad. Like, we're we're talking a cat, like Jackie Gleason. Holy crap. You know? Paul Williams, Pat McCormick. Paul Williams was in Smokey and the Bandit? Yeah. Um, Pat McCormick was Big Enos, and Paul Williams played Little Enos, his son. They're like George Reynolds, Alfie Wise, Hal Needham, like Mike Henry. Holy frig. I mean, we're talking, we're talking a huge, huge cast of really amazing performers back then. Like, some of the greatest actors. Ben Jones. Cooter was in Smokey and the Bandit? Yes, he was. Get out of town. No, I won't. Um, like, John Schneider. John Schneider was in Smokey and the Bandit? He was a cowboy extra in a crowd scene. He's uncredited. But, uh. you know, it's still. And then I believe Smokey and the Bandit 2 had Dom DeLuise. And an elephant? And an elephant. You can't you can't get that kind of of I'm sorry, yeah, I just I think it's a dumb idea and there just are some things that shouldn't be Redone. All right, honest opinion. Yep. Should I watch the original Smokey and the Band and we'll do a retro show for that one as well? Yeah. All right, so you're thumbs down against the remake. Yeah, thumb, okay. huge thumbs down. All right. Okay, this guy, I'm reading the comments for the comic book resources. Seth MacFarlane is a cancer on society. The depraved content he puts out has poisoned the minds of millions of children in the cartoons he promotes. No. Okay. Sorry, but Darren Frederick, you're way off base with that Uh, one. When Sarah calls you out, you're in trouble. Seth MacFarlane is, is hilarious. And again, he's a great writer and a great performer. He's, you know, but I just, I'm sorry, I just, and I would be saying this no matter who was going to be All right. bringing this and doing a reboot and making a series on this. I would be against it no matter what. Doesn't matter, I mean, yeah, please, please, please. Danny McBride should not be touching anything at all. Like, they did, he co-wrote the new Halloween reboot. Did you like that? I never saw it, because I'm like, they don't Because you don't like Danny McBride? Yeah, they don't have to do another Halloween. They had the original, they had numerous incarnations and sequels, 
yeah. season of The Witch, that had nothing to do with Michael Myers, and it was a garbage movie from beginning to end. Um, they did the remake. Rob Zombie did the remake that I watched, and it was good. I mean, it was nowhere near the original, but Rob Zombie knows horror, okay? Rob Zombie did a fantastic job with the reboot of Halloween, and I liked it a lot. And then they do a, it's a re-reboot? Like, no, no, no. You're just beating a dead horse at this point. Like, just knock it off. How many reboots of, of a movie that do we need? So Danny, Five. Danny McBride needs to maybe just, you know, simmer down and... Mm, mm, yeah, bye. <laughs> You're very passionate about the Danny McBride. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't like him. I think he's great. He has never had... Like, he's, he's played the same... Like, whatever that freaking this is the end or whatever yeah and he played himself yeah yeah then you take every other can i swear yeah you take every other fucking movie he's been in and it's the same he plays himself there's no arc he plays himself in every single movie that's him that it's dan it's just it's just you know, Danny McBride with a fucking twangy accent because now he's some sort of rich evangelical pastor. But it's Danny McBride. Here, let me bring you back to a good mood. Willow 2? Yay! <laughs> it's not Willow 2. It's a series. Willow the TV series? Just picking up years after the, I, the movie. I know, I know. Would you just knock it off, you McBride lover? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have one more story here. Okay. Kind of an interesting one. I've been obviously not on the weekly session, geekly session because we haven't had one in a while, but I've been like totally excited about this talking to you all this time. <laughs> so for those of you living on another planet, <laughs> uh, in 2021, HBO Max is going to be putting on Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes. The Snyder Cut. Yes. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Zack Snyder directed and worked on the Justice League movie that came out in 2016. Yes. And he wasn't able to come back for reshoots because, unfortunately, he had a, a serious tragedy in his family. Yeah, that was horrible. So that they, was sad. So they brought in Joss Whedon, who Ooh. cut a lot of stuff that, Joss, that um, Zack Snyder had planned Somebody or had already cut, shot. Somebody should have cut Joss Whedon, is what they should have done. Yeah, because Justice League went on... I mean, I didn't mind it, but Justice League went on to not be as big a hit as everyone wanted. Gee, I wonder why. And uh, uh, I guess the big story that came out of that movie was all the Superman reshoots, where they had the CGI a mustache off of Henry Cavill. Cable. Cable. Um, which... I guess there was plenty of Superman footage that they didn't need to reshoot anything. Yeah. But Joss, being the schmuck he is. Yeah. Decided to cut everything. And then all chunks of storyline were removed. Yeah, a lot of, like, there were parts in that movie that just did not make sense. 
Yeah. Because of the cuts and yeah. stuff like that. Because he just he didn't know well enough to leave it alone. So in the last few months HBO Max uh, you know, they made all sorts of announcements. They're gonna play the they're gonna they're gonna give uh, they're bringing Zack Snyder back to the project Yay. to redo special effects, reshoot a few scenes. Um, finish up scenes that weren't finished already. Yeah. And they're actually going to present it as a four-part miniseries. Ooh. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, now, here's the new news that came out this, this week. New news? New, brand new news regarding <laughs> the Snyder Cut. Um, Jared Leto's Joker is coming to uh, this new project. Missions, right? He wasn't even in the original movie. Oh, yeah. He was written into the original movie, but they never got to shoot his scenes, I guess. So they're shooting scenes. They're shooting brand new scenes with Jared Leto, who previously only played the Joker in the Suicide Squad. Right. Um, So he's coming in to uh, shoot some scenes. No one's one's really sure of what kind of stuff he's going to be filming for it. And did he say... I'm sorry, keep going. There might be some end credit scenes, maybe, or or stuff like that. I was going to say, isn't... Also, part of the news that Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck are coming back to do reshoots. Uh, Henry Cavill, no, but I'm assuming because they had so much Superman footage already. Right. But they said Affleck was coming back to do some reshoots. Melmoa? And no, Melmoa, no. Uh, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ezra Miller and Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg. Right. And then on top of all that, there was another announcement after I wrote up this news story. And I hope I don't pronounce his name incorrectly. Uh, Joe Mag- Magnia. Joe Magianelio. Mag- no. <laughs> Here, use Joe Mang- Maganello. Manganello. Joe Manganello. <laughs> uh, who I got it right. You might remember from Justice League in the end credit scene as Deathstroke. Yes. He was on a yacht with Luther. Yes. Uh, Played by. Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. And they were talking about a Legion of Doom. Yes. As cool as that scene was, that was Joss Whedon. That wasn't something that Snyder had put in there. Right. Um, but he had already been cast as Deathstroke, and they were planning on using him for a few other scenes. Oh. Which originally was going to lead into, when they were going to do it, right. the, the solo Ben Affleck Batman movie. He was going to be the villain in that movie. Oh. But he's coming back to do some stuff. Nice. He's also a huge Dungeons and Dragons player. Yes. And he's married to Sofia Vergara. Yes. I like him. He's pretty cool. He is really And he cool. looked like the character in that one end credit scene. Yeah. I'd love to like actually sit and have a D and D campaign with him. Like I oh my god, that would blow my mind. Spring of next year. Spring of next year. And I'm super excited for it. Me too. Cool. I'd love to see the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. Because I was sorely disappointed with the Joss Whedon. I wasn't disappointed with it. I mean, that year, it turned out to be my favorite movie of the year when we did our end of the year top ten. I like... It was a good movie. But it had so much more potential. Like, just from the lead-in from Superman versus Batman and all that. Yes. That Snyder also worked on. You were... You loved that movie when we saw it. I did. I really did. I'm not a huge DC fan. Yeah. Still, I mean, I like some things from DC. 
but I didn't have high hopes going into Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And I walked out really, really, really liking it and yeah. thinking it was well done. I mean, the only part that, that I kind of am iffy about and kind of on the fence about is the whole, my mom's name was Martha. Oh, Mind yeah, you. that was like, dumb. Okay, that was really, guys, really, oh, my God, are we besties now? You know what, though? I've said this on record a million times. The the scene in the movie with Affleck as Batman in the warehouse is the greatest oh, Batman yeah. scene we've ever seen on, that, on camera. That was really good. So, yeah, I'm super excited for the Snyder Cut next year. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, at this point, I'm hoping it's it's going to be better. Yes. Please. It can only be yeah. better at this point. <laughs> All right. What's your last story? My last story is Michael Keaton Batman Return Update. Uh, Michael Keaton is... Um, um, it's been reported as for him saying that he wouldn't confirm his return as the Dark Knight in the upcoming Flash movie, but he hasn't denied it either. So, basically, um, it, it seems like the Flash movie is going for that whole, like, um, alternate timelines yeah, kind of thing. sort of like what we just got on TV with Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, only this is from that... Um, run in the Flash where he fucked up time. Yeah. Because he, whatever that. Yeah. He went really fast. Yeah. Too fast for what was a, you know. Yeah, he totally messed up the timeline, and um, so I, I think he's coming back. He's just not allowed to say anything. Otherwise, he no, would have not, flat no. out said oh, no. Yeah, he would have been like, no, not me. But yeah, uh, he he's not denying or confirming. And they're also saying Affleck's going to play a. a Batman in this movie as well, so there's going to be a couple alternate Batmans. Well, because, yeah, it makes sense, because if you frig up the timeline like The Flash does, then there's going to be different Earths, different Batmans, different yeah. incarnations of Batman on each alternate timeline. Yeah. So, it's just, it's just, he can't say yes or no, and um, he, Jimmy Kimmel had him on for an interview and was trying to get him to yeah you know so because Kimmel's a big comic guy oh yeah big time and he was like so Flash movie and, and of course Michael Keaton was like I can't tell you that yeah. I haven't it's not a done deal so just you know now of course we're, we're gonna find out when the Flash movie comes out which um, I'm trying to remember when it was supposed to be released and when it will be released now oh Okay, here we go. It won't be coming to theaters until 2022, summer of 2022. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ezra Miller's coming back to play The Flash, which I love Ezra Miller. He was decent. Flash. I didn't realize this until we watched Crisis, that they never called him The Flash once in Justice League. No. Like, when he came on to do the cameo on Crisis... The TV Flash, Grant Gustin said, "I'm the Flash as well." And he goes, the Flash, I like that. Yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, that and it clicked. Yeah, but yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. So I'm excited to see this movie. Yeah. In another. Like, year. and then we'll probably be getting alternate. Like, I think if they do alternate Earths in this, they're going to go, and we'll see some of the alternate like past movie stuff. Yeah. There's a rumor, and I don't know how true this is. That uh, if they if there's a Superman in this movie, 
from Michael Keaton's world, yeah. uh, it's going to be Nick Cage. Because Nick, Tim Burton, right. who did the first two Batman movies, was also going to be doing that Superman, Superman movie. movie. And he wanted Nick Cage as Superman. And they had already gone through and done some of, um, like some just test shoots with Nick Cage. And in the original script for the Superman movie, which Kevin Smith wrote, right. there was a cameo where he wanted Michael Keaton to come back and play Batman so that it would establish that it was all in the same universe. Yeah. So that'd be kind of decent. Yeah, it would. Um, so, yeah, I'm just... I'm excited to see this. Right on. Um, now, this is saying that speculation is that Keaton would play Thomas Wayne instead of Bruce, but that was denied. Yeah. Because it, um, the, the... When the Flash goes to the Gotham City, he discovers that it's Thomas Wayne that's under the cowl. Yeah. And it was his son's death that drove him in the In the comic, yeah. yeah. And, and this is something that's also been rumored. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm drawing a blank because I'm old. Um, the actor that plays Negan. Oh, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, because... He played Thomas Wayne yeah. in the opening credits of Superman vs. Batman. Yep. There's a rumor that they would bring him in to play Thomas Wayne, obviously. That would be cool. Yeah. I think that would be wicked. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Also in that messed up in that messed up storyline, Thomas Wayne was Batman, Martha Wayne was the Joker. Joker. Yeah. It was a good story. I, I loved never it. Read the story? I have the trade if you ever want to read it. It's pretty decent. Oh, why not? Jeff Johns, by the way, my favorite writer. Yes, I know. All right, a lot of good superhero stuff to look forward to. Yay! And and magical fantasy. And magical stuff. fantasy, and not Smokey and the Bandit. And not Smokey and the Bandit, freaking reboot series. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> And for the first time in two years, we will present to you the Geek Calendar. (laughs) Stay tuned, loyal listeners. There's more We Got the Geek still to come. Kristen Hunter, also known as Kiki, is a Canadian artist specializing in polymer clay creations. Being a geek at heart, most of her work is nerd-themed. Kristen has several lines of geeky creations, including steampunk, comic, and video game-inspired work, as well as sushi-themed jewelry. Kristen is always excited to create the perfect custom piece for any theme or occasion. Please check out her website at kikiscustomcreations.com. Thank you for listening to the first uh, Geekly session since 2018. Please listen to it. And as a reminder, thank you very much to our good buddy Aaron Russell for coming up for the name of this segment. Yeah. We had presented to him a Tim Hortons coffee gift certificate. He won the contest. Yeah. 
There All right. No contest for coming up with my segment, but that's okay. We'll get you a coffee. How's Yay. that sound? I'm I am fine with that, sir. All right. Are you well? Are you ready for this week's geek calendar? Lay it on me. All right. Coming up on October twenty seventh. When is that? Tuesday. Yes. Uh, it's new Blu-ray slash DVD day. Uh, a couple things to mention here. Um, the Last Starfighter is finally coming to uh, Blu-ray. Oh, my God. Love that movie. We interviewed uh, a couple of the actors from that movie at one point. Yeah. Catherine Mary Stewart and Lance Guest. I wasn't with you at that point. I didn't know you at that point. That too. <laughs> but that's exciting. Uh, the Complete Flintstones. Or Flintstones, the complete series. So that would be the one that came out in the 60s, like the good one. And there was a couple uh, movies, feature-length movies, that will be on that set as well. Nice. So none of the uh, 70s or 80s dumb Flintstone reboots. The good one from the 60s. That ran in prime time for five or six seasons. Well, then. Uh, Black Lightning Season 2 on Blu-ray. We still have to watch Season 3. Yeah. And then My Hero Academia, oh, cool. Heroes Rising. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. We watched too much Borat. We really did watch too much Borat. <laughs> All right. Not necessarily a bad thing. No, no, ma'am. <laughs> October 28th is new comic book release day. Yay. There's some good ones to mention here. Okay. Uh, we have Batgirl issue 50, big anniversary issue. <gasps> we have Red Hood... Le- we have Red Hood Outlaw, issue 50. Uh, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Lost Ronin, issue 1. Ooh. Seems like a miniseries. Uh, Black Widow, Widow, Widow Sting 1. <laughs> uh, the final issue of Three Jokers, which has been a really interesting Jeff John series about how there's been three Jokers all along terrorizing Batman. One, it's been three. Yeah, it's pretty good. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and the final issue of Sex Criminals oh. by Chip Zdarsky. Well, then. Uh, appropriately enough, ending with issue 69. <laughs> uh, it's a bizarre comic. Oh, I read the first 20 issues of it. It's bizarre, but really good. It was uh, He was the artist. He wasn't even the writer on it. Guy by the name of Matt Fraction wrote it, who oh. wrote like the really awesome Hawkeye series from Marvel okay. a few years ago. It's bizarre, but really good. I I'd like to go back and finish it. I thought I wouldn't mind starting it. Yeah, it's decent. October 29th it, on NBC will be the Superstore season premiere. Yay! I'm excited because a lot of these shows that have started in the last couple of weeks we didn't think we'd see till next year. Oh, I know. But thankfully, uh, the shows are slowly coming back. Yes. And uh, it is a show I've I've enjoyed the whole time. It's been it's hilarious. Check it out. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, October thirtieth, as we mentioned on your video game show. Yes. Check that. Check that out. The first episode of Level Up. Uh, Pikmin. Three. Three. Deluxe. Deluxe video game for Nintendo. And you highly recommended it. I so highly recommended it. So people should check this out. Yeah, they should. And uh, I guess the big news that day, not that that's not big news, (laughs) but the news that kind of prompted me to say, hey, we should do another Geekly Session, the eagerly awaited 
first episode of season two of The Mandalorian. Yes! And uh, that's a show we, we enjoyed so much, oh the first God, season. Yeah. And we have Disney+. Plus. I guess there's going to be X-Wing fighters. Oh. There's rumors of all kinds of Star Wars movie characters coming in this season. Nice. And more, I won't say Baby Yoda because it'll make people mad, more of that's the child. child. Yeah. That is Yoda-esque. The show was so well done. Like, well done, John Favreau. For being a television series on Disney Plus, it it watches like you watch, and it's it has that movie feel. John Favreau has gone above and uh, above and beyond. Yeah, it's a decent show. We loved every episode. It's phenomenal. Yeah, so that'll be on the thirtieth. Yes. Uh, Thirty-first will be Halloween. I don't know. What's, going, What's on? going on? If there's trick or treating in parts of the country, or what? I know there won't be here. Yeah, stupid. All right, we've got a bunch of geek birthdays happening this week. Woo-hoo. We should mention some of them. Yeah. All right, today on the 25th, <laughs> uh, we have Craig Robinson uh, from The Office and Hot Tub Time Machine yeah. and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, he's having a birthday. Wasn't he in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, he's. Uh, Oh, God. I don't know where my brain is today. He's the character that shows up once a season uh, who Peralta loves. Yeah. I got to look it up. Yeah. Oh, Doug Judy. Doug Judy. That's right. <laughs> Doug Judy. He is. He's Doug Judy. Yeah. And uh, celebrating birthday 92 on that day, Marion Ross from Happy Days. Nice. Uh, I was mentioning this to you earlier in the week. I love on IMDb when they have the actors and actresses and it, it lists what they're best known for. Like, under best known for for Marion Ross was not Happy Days. It was superhero movie. <laughs> Which cracked me right up. That's funny. Oh, and also on the 25th is, I'm going to probably say his name wrong. I apologize if I do. Oh, yeah. McCad Brooks. He's uh, Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl. Oh, okay. All right, on the 26th, and sorry, buddy, that Sarah is probably not going to watch your new movie, uh, Seth MacFarlane. TV series. And it's not because I don't like Seth MacFarlane. I, I love Seth MacFarlane. I know you love Seth MacFarlane. Happy I'm, birthday, I, Seth. I'm looking forward to the Orville coming back finally. Yes, me too. But I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah. From The Flash. And from those old Labatt Blue commercials. That's right. I first met I first met him. I first saw him on Scrubs. He was Zach Braff's older brother. Yeah. And he was on a show in the 90s called Ed? Maybe? I think so. Tom Cavanaugh. Uh, and then Kenneth Johnson. Do you know who that is? Sounds familiar. He is a big-time writer, director... Um, two of the shows he created, The Bionic Woman oh. and V. Oh, nice. Yeah. On the 27th, Robert Picardo, uh, the star of Easy Money. <laughs> no, he's uh, he Star was, Trek. He was in Easy Money, though. He was the doctor 
um, in Star Trek Voyager. Sorry, I was trying to be IMDb. He was he was uh, the the guy that Adrian Barbo was um, hooking up with in Back to School. And I knew him as the main character on Stargate and Stargate Atlantis. Yes, and he was also in Legend with uh, Tom Cruise, Mia Sarah, yeah. Curry. He played the the um, the swamp hag. He's a good actor. I like him. I was like, no way is that Robert Picardo. He was also in Gremlins 2. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I couldn't remember which Gremlins it was, so I wasn't going to say anything. Gremlins 2. And uh, I guess a national treasure of America is having a birthday that day as well. Nicholas Cage? No. Uh, you might remember him as the dad for Blossom or Danny from Soap, uh, Ted Wass. Oh, uh, yeah. He's a big director now, I guess. He's a TV national days. treasure. I thought you were doing a play on words uh, of movies. No, he's he's America's sweetheart, Ted Wass. You're terrible. You'd be nice. <laughs> All right. I like Ted Wass. Uh, 28th, we kind of mentioned her briefly during the show. Uh, uh, I guess she's best known for Young Sheldon, Annie Potts. Yeah, I love her. No, you know where I first saw her? Where? A movie with Mark Hamill called Corvette Summer. Oh, yeah! yeah. I saw that. It was yeah. a good movie. Okay. Which she did right after New Hope. Yes. Yeah. And, uh... I don't know. I, I don't know where he sits on your list of doctors... Uh, but Matt Smith, he's up there. He is up, up there. there. He was he was good. He was different than he was more of a, a comedy kind of com- comedic kind of doctor yeah, compared to was, the others. He was very um, childlike. Yeah, like that that you know always kind of in awe, fun kind of doctor who was like, let's just have a blast. And it was I liked it. It was a different. And we him. and we met him. Yeah, we did. We are. He was nice. He I was like him. Nice. He was so nice. Matt Smith's having a birthday on the twenty eighth. Happy birthday, Matt Smith! He was the first doctor that I watched all of his series all the way through, because I came in late in my love of Doctor Who. I came in like on the last five episodes of Tenet. So Matt Smith was the first doctor I watched all the way through. <laughs> uh. On the 29th, we have to mention this because you love him and our daughter Hunter loves him. Uh, best known for What About Bob, Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Yay! No, he was best known for Jaws. I know, here. I know, and Close Encounters. And Mr. Holland's Opus. That's a great movie, actually. Don't knock I'm, it. I'm not. I loved that movie. On the 30th, speaking of happy days, um, The Fonz, Henry Winkler. Yay! Uh, not only was he on Happy Days, but he was on. He had a big. He was an executive producer on one of my favorite shows of all time, MacGyver. Yes. And he was in Night Shift. Yes. And I met him once. And uh, one time when I was in grade one, I told a kid to sit on it, and I almost got the strap. <laughs> and when asked by the principal, why did you say that? I said, Fonzie says it. And. I guess the principal thought I was dumb or something, so he let me go without giving me the strap. The end. <laughs> and finally, on Halloween, we got some good ones here. Yay! We've it's a happy day's week. Uh, Linda Goodfriend, who played Lori Beth, oh, Richie's yeah. girlfriend and wife, and wife, future wife, 
Uh, Ken Wall, who was the star of one of my favorite shows of all time, Wise Guy. Yeah. Uh, probably the best of the Murray family, Brian Doyle Murray. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, Brian Doyle Murray. Uh, the only thing that's coming to my mind right now is him in Wayne's World. He was the uh, owner of Noah's Arcade. Yep. And then last but not least, someone that your daughter is a huge fan of, uh, David Ogden Stiers from MASH. David Ogden Steers. Yes. MASH, and he was in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. And he was also the voice of Cogsworth in Beauty and the Beast. And he's been in a lot of stuff. And the worst thing I ever saw him in, which was never released on TV, it was shot as a pilot, I saw a bootleg of it, uh, which was a worse Justice League than the Snyder movie, uh, was Justice League, which came out in the late 90s. He was the Martian Manhunter. If you can picture Charles Winchester with just green paint, (laughs) <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Oh, that's beautiful. It was a terrible movie. Don't ever watch it. Someone who used to work with the show loved it. I won't mention the name here, but you can guess who it was. Teenage fishing sensation. Of- he is such... He's a big fish. <laughs> yes. In a small pond. Yes. Um, that's all I got. So happy birthday, fellow geeks. Happy birthday. If you're having a birthday this week, you're in good company. Yep. So... Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Um, that's not bad. Anything we want to say in conclusion? No. I'm good. Maybe there'll be another episode in 2020? We'll see. Me- who knows? I hope. It'll be a surprise. It will definitely be a surprise. Probably even for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got a few things in mind for the rest of the year. We've got a few phone things lined up. Uh, we'll see what the rest of 2020 brings us. So... I'm, more COVID? No. Uh, no. Well, I mean, you know, 2020, COVID, Trump, the news about smoking the bandit. <laughs> oh, and on that note, thanks for listening to our show, kids. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. To hear more We Got the Geek, check us out at www.wegotthegeek.com and on iTunes.